Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush this week. First of all, I want to wish a happy Halloween to those who celebrate today. Next, we have reached my least favorite time of the year. Now, I know I've gone over this. Summer is my favorite. I know I'm not a big fall fan and I don't like winter, but that is not even the biggest thing that I don't like. We have hit the dreaded time change where we all fall back and it's dark at 5 o'clock in the evening or 4.30 in some cases. I, I read a meme this week that getting an extra hour of 2020 is like getting a bonus track on a Yoko Ono album, which would be 100% accurate. Well, the main reason is to make us, you know, have a better use of the extra hour of sunlight is what they tell us in the evening rather than in the morning. And after numerous time change, the Energy Policy Act of 2005 gave us this current state. Um, and that's only good because now they at least wait till after Halloween to do it, which the kids can stay an extra hour of not being dark, you know, in there. But here's my thing. If it's dark in the fall at 7 a.m. in the morning, then so be it. I'd rather have it light at 6 p.m. And here's a thought. People, you all say that you, you get an extra hour of sleep, right? You only get an extra hour of sleep on the Sunday, just so everybody understands that. It is not every day. It is just the, the one day. I see people posting like that all the time change because they get more sleep, yeah, in one day. But here's a, here's a thought what I'd like to kind of go over, that going forward, we have to spring forward now because if we're going to fall back, I have to have better light. So we need to spring forward in April or May, whenever it is, or even March. So let's spring forward and then just leave it there. We don't need to change the time anymore. It's enough already with this. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest. She's a seasoned New York radio veteran. She is a truly funny lady. Let's welcome friend and former coworker, the great Cindy Vero. Cindy, welcome to Lens Burning Bush, and a very happy Halloween to you. A happy Halloween to you, Lennon. It's a pleasure to be on your burning bush or, you know, engaging with you on the burning bush today. And thanks for... Uh, talking about that whole uh <laughs> daylight saving time i'm telling you an hour really you only get it for one day like you said yeah. it's like oh i could spread that out a little bit more that would just be wonderful but it's like a tease i just think they should just leave it alone who wants to get up when it's dark and go home when it's dark i can't take it i totally am with you i think it's ridiculous i think we uh, need to get rid of it it doesn't make any sense to me at all but there's a lot of things that don't make any sense to me and you know what's interesting is we always talk about the farmers being the ones that that are the cause of this right but many americans they're pointing the finger at the wrong place farmers were the strongest opponents to this they don't want it either so i think yes i think we need to stop right no more absolutely it's it's 2020, and you know what? Who needs that extra track on a Yoko Ono album? Right. <laughs> we never wanted that. No one <laughs> ever wanted on that. that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, I, you know, look at us. We're talking to each other. We're radio people. Do we farm? No. But thank you to the farmers that do do their farming thing. We appreciate you. <laughs> I, I agree. I think we need to make sure that the farmers can do their deal. But I think, you know, if, if it's dark at 7 a.m., in the morning it's okay it'll be light in a little bit you'll get over it i think that's what it what it yeah, amounts to and this whole time change thing but it's these stupid people that actually think they get that extra hour all the time that's what amazes me too oh, 
how stupid oh, they are. Oh my goodness, the extra hour. Yeah. yeah, like you said, you only get it once. So enjoy enjoy the once. And you're usually sleeping. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, you can't really enjoy it. You're always you're sleeping. Exactly. Now, here's something that people don't understand. You know, one thing that's good about my show is I try to educate people, right? I try to make sure that people are learning. So with an honor of being Halloween or Halloween, a contra, a con, attraction of the All Hallows Evening. Now, you learn new things on, on Lens Burning Bush. So I want to explain a little bit about the All Halloween or the All Hallows Eve or All Saints Eve is a celebration in many countries on October 31st, the eve of the Western Christian Feast of All Hallows Day. So you're smarter already, right? You you, you did not know right. that, I'm sure, right? It begins with the observance of All Hallow Tide, whatever that is, the time of the year in the liturgical year that dedicated to meeting the dead, remembering the dead, not meeting the dead, because oh. you wouldn't want to mean the dead. The, you'd want to yeah. remember the dead, including saints, hallows, martyrs, and all the faithful departed. So... And, and that, I guess, translates into giving out candy, which I haven't been able to figure out. But uh, I wanted to segue into the candy because one of the, um, the cool things is, is looking at what people give away on Halloween. And hopefully you're going to be a little bit more generous now with the COVID and everything that's been going on that you're giving out the full Hershey bars, right? I would want everybody yeah, to go. So. Right. Give it a. But here's um, I saw this in NewJersey.com. And they rated the top five Halloween candies. Um, and I wanted to get your take on this, Cindy, because I know, okay. you know, you probably like a little bit of the chocolate, I would imagine. Right. Do we like that? I, we, I, I love a lot of chocolate. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad that you do. Nuts about, I'm sorry, Len. I'm not crazy about um, like the white chocolate. I'll eat it if it's like the only thing to grab for. But give me milk chocolate all day long. Give it up. Okay. Well, I want to I want to count it down from five, and I want to go up to one okay. of the top five of NewJersey.com this week that I saw. So number five is 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 a favorite, but I don't know if it's a Halloween giveaway. But Starburst, mm -hmm. Starburst oh, was number five. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a total no on that. I don't if I'm I'm trick or treating. I don't want a Starburst. Okay, so just don't you give know, away that. I I don't mind if it's like in a goodie bag. But if you're just going to give out just star, like the Starbursts, then yes. you can keep that. That's pretty lame. Okay. <laughs> the number four, not bad. Number four is Butterfinger. Now, I love the, the, the peanut butter. I love all that. Butterfingers are good. It's like, you know, it's like a Clark bar, right? Butterfinger's not bad. Yeah. But number four, that's pretty high for, for that, I would imagine, Butterfinger. You know what? I know there's a lot of Butterfinger fans, but I'm just not one of them. My husband loves them all day long. I'm like, you could keep. You can put all your hands on my Butterfinger. All your fingers on my Butterfingers. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want them. I don't Next. blame you. Exactly. <laughs> well, number three is Break Me Off a Piece of That Kit Kat Bar. Oh, um, Kit Kat's a classic. Yeah, that is a classic. I love that. Mm -hmm, I'm with that. And, and what is kind of what was invented, or not invented because of it, but it's kind of the same thing with the, with the, the way the, cr the crunch is, and that's the Twix Bar. So that oh, was number two. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I wonder if like Kit Kats and Twixes would go, go hand in hand. Need a minute? I'll take Twixes and Kit Kats. Those right there are so delicious. Yes, I would say that that's right. Uh, and the number one uh, candy, according to NewJersey.com, Jeremy Schneider is, and it is Reese's oh, Peanut Butter Cup. Um, and that is, know, that is good. That's an excellent, 
excellent choice for number one. But, you know, you got a lot of those people out there that are not fans of peanut butter. Yeah. My brother can't stand yeah. peanut butter. And uh, I'm like, are you crazy? I'm like, that is like a double... A, a double-sided deliciousness fair. You got the chocolate, you got the peanut butter. It's creamy. It's delicious. It's not like too much peanut butter. It's not too much chocolate. It's just right. But um, I'm surprised M&Ms aren't on there because I love me a nice little bag of M&Ms. Yeah, M&Ms. The I like the peanut M&Ms. And going back to the peanut, I think a lot of it for me. Mm. Uh, if you have a peanut allergy, obviously you're out of this mix. But I like right. um, my favorite. Actually, would be Baby Ruth. I think that is a tremendous no. candy bar. And, you know, it's it's always neglected. And then yes. you mention it, and it takes you right back, and you go, oh, my gosh, baby Ruth's. They are so good. I like to put mine in the freezer just oh. a little bit to chill it. See, I knew and having you on, Cindy. <laughs> I knew having you on on this Halloween episode, we would get right down to it and talk about what's really uh, what we want. And baby Ruth, I, I, I will oh, agree with I'm you. Not. It's kind of like the ginger ale uh, of the sodas. <laughs> And, and what I mean by that is people do not normally drink ginger ale unless they're on an airplane or they're mixing it with, with uh, vodka or uh, something else, right, or bourbon. An, an upset stomach, of yeah. some, something like that. Exactly. It's kind of but, like the forgotten candy, the forgotten yeah. beverage, you know? It, it is the, the ginger ale of the candy. So if you get Baby Ruth tonight, I hope, you know, when you're trick-or-treating, that uh, Baby Ruth would be one of them because that's one of my, uh, my favorites. Clark Bars. Um, mm. Mounds, uh, Milky Way is another one you could put in the freezer, right? I, I, it all comes mm -hmm. back to chocolate. I mean, I like Twizzlers. I just don't like to get the non-chocolate for Halloween. I, I mean, I know there's the Smarties and you got all this other stuff like the, the sour stuff, but I just not, I just, I can have that at another time, but Halloween, I want the chocolate. So again, we need to bring bring all the kids get their the full size Hershey bar will work and Please. and in the words of uh, the great Willy Wonka, candy is dandy but liquor is quicker, and that's oh, kind of isn't that the truth that that is that is correct. Now one of the other things about Halloween that I've noticed um, that doesn't get its due because in Christmas you get at least about a month of, of uh, Christmas music, right? I mean, most stations right. start playing Christmas music probably sometime in the early part of December, if not November, right? Some of them play it early November, right? right? So right. so there's a lot of Halloween songs that are out there that really don't get their due. And I wanted to play one that, you know, you probably recognize right off the bat. Oh, go ahead. Working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld can you hear that? I can't hear it. Then. Okay. Well, I was trying to play a little Monster Mash, but it's it's <laughs> he did the Monster Mash. <laughs> oh, it is that, and, and and we would always hear it around yes. this, you know around this time of year. I was going to say with all the of the holiday music, you better strap yourself in because expect that to start tomorrow. Because once Halloween gets over, yeah, it's crash into Christmas music everywhere you go. You can't get away from it and it lasts. It like lingers till after New Year. Exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. What's wrong with you? I haven't even digested all my Kit Kat. So I had a conversation. Yeah, you need to have your Kit Kat and digest that, please. Um, right. I had this conversation with Carol last week about putting up your Christmas tree. So I wanted to ask you, mm. what is the I tradition at Cindy's house um, when do you put up your Christmas tree? 
Well, you know that little bit of time in radio, I mean, we used to always pretty much work the holidays and everything like that. But uh, usually you get that Thursday, Friday off. You get the Thanksgiving and the day after. Yep. Usually it's the day after, and then I keep it up, you know, I keep it up till well after, um, well after New Year's. But my birthday is Valentine's Day, and just one year for the heck of it, I kept it up till my birthday. Wow. <laughs> I Why say not? I say leave it up while you're at it. I, you know, I'm one of the the um, the ones that always you know I bitch and moan about things going um, too fast, right? Rushing things and and, and and going rushing the seasons. So I will say that I'm going to approve of people putting up their Christmas tree earlier because I understand why you'd want to put it up, especially now with 2020 being the way it is. Let's put up oh, the Christmas trees. Yeah. But I love Thanksgiving. I wish we would wait till after Thanksgiving, but. I do understand why you wouldn't wait, right? First of all, if you're going to put lights on your house, I'm, I don't think you want to go anywhere past November 15th because it starts getting a little, a little chilly out there. And and if it's cold, yeah, it really does. Yeah, you you want to not uh, you want to not do that. So um, I just figured I wanted to ask you. So you're you're more in line with after Thanksgiving, but not before, right? Well, you know what? I'm not mad at it. You want to like creep up into the week of Thanksgiving. Go right ahead because okay. you know what? There's a lot you gotta lug it out. You know wherever you keep it. If you go, um, you know, with a a real or a uh, you know a fake one like I have, you know, you could just time it where you're like, oh, you gotta go and you gotta like look for your tree, mm -hmm. pick your tree, all that, chop it, whatever. But if you have one that I have, like in the basement, I just lug it on up and I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's set this baby up. But I'm also a little on the lazy side when it comes to my tree. I'll, like, throw on some new ornaments, kind of clean it, jazz it up just a little bit. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but I'll jazz it up a little bit. And the, what I do is usually just, you know, throw the blanket over it. <laughs> Better luck next year. Take it off the following year kind of zhuzh it up a little bit from breeze it and it's good to go i don't take anything off i just leave everything as is and it's ready to go it's set it and forget it len <laughs> i i like that because i'm always one that i don't understand why we take the ornaments off and then have to put them back oh. on i think you've come up with with the way to do it i think it's got to be the, the, i mean it's really the lazy person's tree and we need to just keep the keep the ornaments up and there should be a way to store it that way so there should be like put it in a little tree bag or do whatever you gotta yeah. do, and you know put it back in the box or set it up in the corner. Yeah. Like my one friend <laughs> set it up in the corner downstairs in the basement, throw a blanket over it. Yeah, that's the tree. It's ready for next year. All I gotta do is just like take it out, zhuzh it up, and it's good to go. <laughs> I like it. And nobody knows. <laughs> you know, nobody knows but you. <laughs> well, and that's true. And if you want to keep it up all year round, I'm okay with that too, because as you know. Let's uh, let's let's do that. One thing that we want to uh, we want to mention, because as, as, as we segue into this in this Halloween, apparently McDonald's is getting into something because they decided now it's been a while. And I don't know what you if you're a fan of this or not, but apparently the McRib is coming back. And this time it's nationwide on December the 2nd, 14,400 U.S. restaurants are all going to have the McRib. What are your thoughts of the McRib? You know, anybody that knows me, Len, knows one thing. I'm not a fan of the McRib. <laughs> I, I, I can't even begin to go there. I start, I start 
you know, I'm starting to twitch a little bit as I'm talking to you now. If this is my husband, he'd be like, they got to keep it up. They got to, you know, have that all year long. Pause. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, thank you very much. A little pirate booty. Why not? Hey, <laughs> thank you very much. A nice man just gave yeah. me some pirate booty oh. uh, over here on oh. the streets of uh, Glen Rock. So thank you very much for that. But to pick up uh, from what I was saying about the McRib, I can't stand the McRib. You can keep that. <laughs> well, it is it is one of those things where I think it's it's an acquired taste, and there are people Whoa. that love it. Uh, they describe it as a saucy, tangy, tender, and shamelessly delicious. The McRib first appeared on menus nearly 40 years ago, and oh. it's a boneless pork patty shaped like a rack of ribs smothered in barbecue sauce. Uh, but... You know, it was usually limited, but now they're bringing it back. So apparently not on your menu, Cindy. That's okay. No, you, you know, this is no, why we do this. It doesn't always have to work, right? It, it is, is right, kind, right. Of the, kind of the way. So a couple things. Different, uh, <laughs> different strokes, different folks, right? <laughs> it, it, exactly. And as we get into right the right energy. Right yeah. okay, you're welcome. Thank you. Happy Halloween. She's, Hi, baby. Happy Cindy's Halloween. continuing her uh, walk around. So uh, for those of you that hear the background, it's okay. <laughs> Cindy is just yes, walking I, around and talking I, while we're doing this. I'm, I'm sorry about that one, Len. That's but okay. If, uh, She's trick-or-treating, everybody. So just so you know, Cindy's out there looking for the Baby Ruth yes. bars that I need. So she's helping me with this. So as she trick-or-treats, yes. we'll be okay. Um, so, I want to hook the bush up. Yeah, hook, hook, <laughs> hook Len's burning bush up. And one of the things I remember about you, Cindy was that yeah, you would that? you would be coming out of the bathroom or something and you would say, hey, fancy meeting you in the can. Like, that was always a, a Cindy Vero line. <laughs> That's so true, and I still use it to this day. All funny is that, like, what are the chances I see you here in the can or yeah. going to the can? Fancy meeting you oh. in the can. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that was just yesterday. I'm telling you, I think back through all of our radio jobs, through our jobs, yeah. jobs, jobs we got to do, you know, to keep the lights on, whatever it is. Working with you was always a lot of fun. And I feel like it was just yesterday we were over there on Fifth Ave. Yep. Yeah, it sounds classy, but no, it was more like a shoebox. Oh, it was terrible. That hadn't terrible. been cleaned in years. But anybody in radio knows you got to go through one, maybe a lot of those. <laughs> types of situations where you're like uh when's the last time they cleaned events yes but um and now we had a lot of fun it, it was a tremendous amount of fun it was a fortune off building back in the the day and uh for anybody yes. who remembers fortune off but we had a great time mm -hmm. we did on-air stuff we did traffic we did all kinds of fun stuff you were part of the morning show at one point with uh ktu with cubby weren't you yes as a matter of fact i had a um i had an overall about 15, 16 year run at KTU, three different morning shows. And um, I was working split shifts and anybody in radio or anybody that knows split shifts, like you work two days in one, you do your afternoon, you do your, um, you know, AM PM drive. And uh, I did that for a really long time. And yeah, I had three different morning shows on KTU and um, I had a great run there. And I I'm so grateful for the opportunity to even be able to have, lasted as long in new york radio let alone you know one place for so for so long it was just so much fun and such a great experience well they don't keep somebody that isn't very good to do it that long so you survived it because of your talent and, and i just wanted to let you know that so that's that's why so 
Um, I was. I've, Thank I, you. I, I appreciate. Oh, it. you're welcome. And I mentioned, you know, uh, fancy meeting you in the can because I wanted to get to the <laughs> next subject, which was which was uh, Aunt Becky uh, in the can. Aunt Becky, oh, um, Aunt Becky from Full House to the Big House. She started her two month uh, stint of hard time, while the place she is incarcerated is certainly not the Ritz Carlton. Apparently, it doesn't sound too terrible. Um, and well. we, you know, I've been I've been following this story on this show for for a while because I'm you know just curious. Right. Aunt Becky apparently surrendered last week to begin or on Friday to serve her sentence at California's FCI Dublin, a low security yeah. prison. And apparently, it's still prison, but apparently there's a strict schedule. Listen to this, uh, Cindy. You'll like Uh-oh. this. She uh, she has to wake up at five. Which God, I can't Ooh. imagine Lori Lachlan waking up at five, but that's okay. There's apparently that's five. That's yeah. five a.m. Right? Yes, right? not five, 5 p.m. Five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> she, right. She's got uh, quiet time from nine to five a.m. So nine p.m. to five a.m. She's got to be kind of sleeping, uh, and inmates must uh, be in their cells for daily counts at four thirty a.m. and at nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori, wow. listen, listen to this though, Cindy. She's got to make her bed every day, apparently. And, uh- you mean her daughters can't come in no. her and do that for See, her? See, I think <laughs> I have said from the beginning that she did this for her daughters. Her daughters should have to serve the time and make the bed for her. I, I totally agree. Uh, she can be disciplined if her cell's not tidy. Who, who uses the word tidy, Uh-oh. by the way? Apparently yeah, TMZ. TMZ uses the <laughs> word tidy. And at the same goes if she sleeps late or misses mealtime. Uh, right. She has to be in government attire only, no personal clothing. And she'll have to maintain a regular job assignment, which might include clerical work, cooking, baking, food prep, dishwashing, or general cleaning. So there's Aunt Becky. Well, I was going to say, if anything, her her clothes um, aren't, uh, you know, from her husband, you know, Massimo, the designer. So he didn't design her duds. He's probably in the in the, in the other country club jail, not too far from her. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little bit more time than her. I think he, she's got he's got a few more months to, to serve, and he had to pay a lot more fine. But it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. I think she should turn it into Orange is the New Black reality show. You know, well, I th- you know, stranger things have happened, right? Uh, well, I mean, Martha Stewart went to prison. Really didn't affect ah. her very much. So I, I think. I think Lori Lachlan uh, can go on, and Aunt Becky's going to be okay. So anybody that's worried about Aunt Becky, uh, that she's okay. So Yeah, don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. So for those of you that have been following Lens Burning Bush, you know that I've, um, I've taken into riding or at least learning how to ride a motorcycle. I don't know if you oh. got a chance. So uh, I wanted to bring everybody up to speed on this. It's going to be a little bit snagged, my learning process, because I had a little bit of an incident at the class. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Are you, are you all right? Well, uh, yes and no. Yes, I am okay. Thank goodness. I, I had all the proper equipment on. But uh, looks mm-hmm. like I uh, got an elbow issue where uh, eight to ten weeks later I'll be able to get back on the bike. But right now it is uh, a little bit of a pain, a little bit of pain uh, but a uh, little bit of a mishap. On The good news is it was on someone else's bike, not mine. So <laughs> I didn't, oh. my bikes are still in the garage, which, which is where it's going to stay, unfortunately, until probably early next year. So <laughs> unfortunately, well, you know what, you're smart to just be, you know, throw, throw caution, you know, to the wind and just let it sit for a little bit. 
and uh, you know, take care of that elbow. Yeah. But uh, you're going to love riding once you get into it. And I'm telling you, you're going to love it. It's a great escape. I've been riding for years. My husband was a motocross racer and a dirt and street rider for years. And I got the bug from him. And, uh, you know, I don't have a, a huge cruiser. I got like a, a, two, a 250 Yamaha Virago, but it's enough for me. It's like an A to B-er. I cruise around. I love it. And uh, then that's it. But the whole thing, people get enamored with motorcycles and riding and, oh, I got to get out there. I got to ride. You have to remember, people forget that you're on a motorcycle and there's nothing to protect you. And you have to dress for the crash, sadly. Yeah. But you have to dress yeah. for the crash, you know, not you know, for just out there to cruise, got to wear the helmet, you got to wear the pants, you got to wear the jacket. It could be a million degrees out, but you got to dress for it because you just never know. But for that next time on the bike could be your last because somebody opens the door on yeah. you or somebody cuts you off and you've only got two wheels and nothing to protect you. So if you're thinking about going for a bike, I suggest learning how to ride a little in the dirt first too, yeah. to kind of help. Yeah. But, and that's only because that's how I learned. Um, and I felt I felt like that that helped me a lot because I learned to maneuver. I learned to, to ride um, a little more safer and, you know, kind of look li like you're driving. You know, you always have to look ahead. You have to look and see. You got to keep your eyes kind of on a swivel, you know, along with your head while you're at it. But, you know, if um, if you get out there, and you get your license and you learn how to ride, ride safe. You're going to love it and enjoy it. Just remember that not everybody remembers you're on a motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, I, I learned that in the class, and I totally get it. I did well on a lot of the exercises, but unfortunately there was one I didn't do so well, so that's why. But I will tell you, you're right about the equipment because had it not oh, yeah. been for the helmet, uh, for the jacket, for the good mm -hmm. boots, um, and even with pants on, you still scrape your knee. So just so you know... You hit that pavement, regardless, it's going to hurt. So oh, um, oh yeah. it hurts. Uh, so that's, and you're right, also though. The, pipe, the pipes, too, Len. Yeah. You know, you throw your leg over the bike and you just get back on it and the bike is, you know, still relatively hot. You can, you send yourself, that that doesn't tickle at all. you you got to just be careful and wear, wear the proper, um, pro pro proper pants to just even protect your legs. Yeah. Well. Because you know, sometimes those pipes stay real hot. Yep. I, um, we did the reverse thing, you know, that you're supposed to do, Cindy. We actually oh. bought, we actually bought the Harleys before we learned how to ride. So I've never, so what's, what's interesting about this, and I've mentioned this before, is when I was a kid, my mother never wanted me to ride a motorcycle. So about, uh, in September, I decided to do this. And I finally, mm -hmm. I, I was afraid to tell my mother that I got a bike. And at 52 years of age, you shouldn't be afraid of your mother, but... I did tell her that I rode the bike, and of course she just said, oh, Zia, that's wonderful. And I'm like, oh, sure, now it's well, wonderful, sure. but when I was a kid, you didn't let me do it. So apparently she doesn't, at 75, she doesn't give a crap right now about me. She just, you know, happy that I'm on my own. Um, but, oh, Len, be careful. <laughs> yes, exactly. be careful. Yes, make sure you wear your helmet and whatever. Yes, I, I will wear the helmet. I will do everything. And the good part is, Cindy, I am not afraid to get back on. It was just a little mishap. So I am good to go, and I, I am not afraid of uh, getting on, on the bike again. So that's, that's good news. So uh, a sad story, though. I don't know if you saw this, um, but uh, the great late, uh, the great sir, uh, Sean Connery passed away at 90 years of age. I don't know if you saw that. James Bond, uh, he was, to me, the original, uh, the, the only James Bond. I mean, I liked Roger Moore, but 
I think that Sean Connery was the man um, when it comes to James Bond. So he, you know, rest in peace, my friend, at 90 years of age. What a nice, uh, nice life. Well, I'll tell you what, he had, you know, abs- the, the life of luxury. You know, he was, he had that, that what is it, um, he, was, he was Scottish. He had that, that, I know there's Irish brogue. I would guess Scottish brogue, yeah. would that be right to say? That's, I guess he you, you that, can say anything you want here, Cindy. Nobody's listening. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not true, Len. I know, I know. Go ahead. You can say anything you want. The bush is, the bush is burning, baby. Yes, the bush I, is burning. I know, I love it. They're all going to listen. <laughs> but you're, you're right. He had that brogue, you know, yes. like that, just that, that class, that, um, he, his voice was just incredible to me. Well, but I'm, as far as... Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cindy. No, I'm sorry. As far as 007 goes, I loved Roger Moore. There was just something that he embodied. I, 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 I thought maybe he was more attractive. That could have been it. But rest in peace, Sean Connery. You had a fabulous life. You were a great actor. So many accolades. And, um, you know, you're. it's like the end of an era. You know, like we've got our Clint Eastwood, our Betty White still with us. But you know what I mean? When you lose somebody, that's just had this lifelong career and you know we grew up watching him and and you know admiring his work and remembering him from bond and some of the other stuff that he did it's just like ah you know oh but 90 you can't you can't get mad at that that's a nice long life and i always remembered um you know just his voice it was just it was just captivating and i always thought he had an elegance to him so you know I'm sorry to hear that he passed on Halloween. That that just that just bites. I'm I'm just so sorry to hear it. Yeah, I am too. One of the the things, and of course, this was a gag, right? You always remember Daryl Hammond on Celebrity Jeopardy doing. I'll take the rapist. I'll take the rapist for two hundred, Alex. You know. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot he had a he had a good one. He did a good one. A good job. Uh, uh, like that with your mother, Trebek. Yeah, and and that's yeah. kind of. A, <laughs> Uh, you do a pretty good yourself over there, Len. Well, you know, I do, I do, I do try. I, I, I watched. Um, if you watch, uh, just check uh. it out. Check it out on YouTube. It's the 40th anniversary with uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Daryl Hammond. Uh, they had uh, uh, everybody was back. Norm Macdonald played uh, Turd Mc. You know, it played uh, Bud Burt Reynolds uh, or. Uh, Turd um, something or other, like Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> it's kind of you need to watch that, but but they get off the you know it's it's kind of interesting uh, how they did it, uh, it in the snow and he talks about I'll take tits now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, but rest. You in, know, SNL. Uh, yes. Uh, I was gonna say SNL. They the, those you know take me those those characters those those skits take me right back to when. I would sit there and be like, I can't miss SNL. What are they going to do this weekend? What are they going to do this week? Maybe we've just um, we've grown up, a, grown up a little bit. But I just remember those those days going, oh man, we can't miss SNL because of skits like that, characters like that. You know, we used to love when we could see um, some of these comedians do these characters like our, the Sean Connerys and everything like that. But now I'm like, oh, you can keep it. Like, keep it with the McGrib. 
Yeah, I like I like how you just kind of segued right into that. That's why you're a professional radio person. You talked about Woo! that, and you went right to the McRib. So no McRib for yes. Cindy. She doesn't like it, and 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 don't give her any McRibs. So no free McRibs. Uh, so when you're trick or treating today, Cindy, when you finish your trick or treating, uh, just make sure no one gives you a McRib sandwich or a coupon for. Uh, a McRib sandwich. Now, Cindy, this has been great. Um, I, uh, you can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook at Lens Burning Bush. You can follow at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter. Listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Tune in, and now you can ask Alexa. So, Cindy, in your best voice, ask Alexa to play Lens Burning Bush for me, will you? Can you do that? Hey, Alexa. Of course I can. Of course, absolutely. For you, everything. Any anything for you, Lens. And I'll say this, Alexa, play Lens Burning Bush <laughs> <you> now. <laughs> that that is awesome. It is uh, it is amazing. But you know, I cannot believe. I let you go, yeah, go I'm ahead. Sorry, no, we got I time. Cut, I don't mean to cut you off. No, cut me off. Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> Before I let you go, I was gonna say I mean no disrespect to McDonald's. Their their McDonald's game is strong. They got nuggets. They got sandwiches. They got an. Uh, they've got McFlurries that all day, every day. They got a triple cheeseburger value meal that'll rock your world. But there's just something about the McRib. You can keep it. And Happy Meals. Did I mention Happy <laughs> Meals? They make me happy. I don't have kids, and I get the Happy Meals wow. just for the toy. Wow. <laughs> and the apple slices, because I feel like I'm doing something good. Yeah, you're uh, you're saving. Yeah, you're saving your body with the apple slices. I I go for Woo! the fries. I, I apple slices are not my bag, baby. But um, I do, uh, <laughs> I do like apples, uh, but it, it's just not with the, the slices. You go, go ahead and get down with the uh, the apple pie. Oh, I love <laughs> I apple pie. Like <laughs> Got to love the apple pie because you'd burn your roof of your mouth every time. It was Ooh, so hot, every right? Time. See, that was before. You remember it. If you remember, McDonald's got sued because their coffee was too hot. I think the first original thing that was too hot was the apple pie. There you go. Oh so. yeah, that thing will just steam your steam the roof of your mouth off. If you don't want to hold, if you don't want fingerprints anymore, just put your fingertips on that, and you're good to go. Wow, amazing. Well, I I've had a lot of fun today, Cindy. Going back, going down memory lane after about 20 years. Uh, it is it is wonderful. I'm glad you're staying healthy, stay safe, because you know we always say the world's a better place with good people in it, and you're good people. So um, let's. Uh, Let's keep doing this. Uh, you know, we'll probably have you on again. I think, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to do a, a different guest every week. But, you know, even Johnny Carson would uh, would bring on multiple, you know, would bring on guests a few times. So that's going to that's gonna happen again. But uh, thanks for joining. Enjoy your, finish your trick-or-treating. I hope you get all your candy uh, that you want. And I hope everybody else does as well. It's some subdivisions, some areas, it's from six to eight. But at least in some areas, you can go whenever you want. And I think we should go back to that especially now so uh keep listening all over we were in about 26 states district of columbia a few downloads in the uk ireland germany alberta canada i had one in japan i don't know if that was by mistake or not but we did we did have one in uh there so thanks to listening thank you to cindy vero i'm len harvey we'll be back again with another episode of lens burning bush next week so long